0: Welcome back to your haunted holiday this is Lisa and I'm Lindsay and Lindsay we have a notoriously haunted location for you this week this is one of those places that just has a ton of history around it and it is known to be one of the more haunted places in America Oh, well, that's exciting I don't even know where we're covering this week so this is in Williamsburg it is old like there is just a massive amount of history but this is at one of the original founding fathers homes and he's one of those unknown founding fathers that we are going to talk about in a little bit more detail but this is your haunted holiday at the peyton randolph house in williamsburg virginia Randolph House Lindsay was built all the way back in 1715, so the 1700s. It was built and then it was purchased by a man named Sir John Randolph, and he was actually a colonel and he was knighted by the Queen of England. Very, very prominent figure back in the 1700s. Tons of wealth and money around this family. And eventually he passed away and his son, Peyton Randolph, inherited the home. So Peyton Randolph lived there with his wife, Elizabeth, as well as his mother, who was still living in the the home with him. But to give you a little bit of idea who Peyton Randolph was... You know, he's from this affluent family. He was an original founding father. He was actually the first president of the Continental Congress. And a lot of people thought like he was a shoo-in to be the first president of the United States. His cousin is Thomas Jefferson. He was great friends with George Washington, but he actually ended up passing away of a stroke in 1775 just before the declaration of independence otherwise he could have been our first president isn't that so crazy to think about how little things in the world can change history right i mean we would be saying completely different things possibly who knows right G- george washington kept his term to two terms mm-hmm. to set an example for the rest of our you know history right and wonder what would have happened it could have been totally different world right and I mean think about the history of this home you know they're living here George Washington's over Thomas Jefferson's over they're making plans for the future of the United States they're talking about the Revolutionary War and getting freedom from Great Britain I mean there are so many conversations that occurred in this home yeah that's amazing so really really cool but then You know i talk about freedom right and how they're trying to get freedom from the uk but they were actually prominent slave owners and they had a number of slaves that lived on the property in fact they say there was around 27 slaves that just lived on this property here and 109 total working on their property so horrible you're thinking about crazy they're trying to get their freedom and meanwhile they are actually slave owners and imagine what those slaves must have been thinking listening to those conversations right it's just wild to think I mean how big is this property as well like that's a huge number of people for the time it was a really big house everything is pristine and perfect, all the most high-end stuff, and they built onto it over the years as well. There were some additional add-ons made to the, the house, so it's a pretty large property. Now, Elizabeth, Peyton's wife, was apparently, like, known to be a particularly mean slave owner and she just was I guess very cruel to slaves I mean I would imagine most slave owners probably were but she was known to be particularly cruel to the enslaved people that worked there awful to just even think that you know we treated human beings like this it's just um, a really sad awful part of our history you know we think of the revolution we're very proud of where we come from Um, just in general but uh, you know it's just such a kind of a stain on our 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 history yeah absolutely and you know you you know you mentioned the sadness i'm sure there is a lot of sadness and that energy Mm -hmm. that is still housed in these walls you know from a lot of that that cruelty that occurred back in those times now like i said Peyton Randolph, he passed away in 1775, before we had the Declaration of Independence. One thing that I read that was kind of interesting, he was not in his home when he died. He was actually away. And they ended up putting him in a barrel and pickling his body. What? And then sending it back to Williamsburg. Ugh, that's horrifying. Don't do that to me when I go, Lisa. Yes. No, I would agree. It has nothing to do with the haunting, but... Fascinating, Odd little known fact. Yeah. Yes. Now, that occurred, you know, it's gone through the revolution, all this history, but it's also Williamsburg, Virginia. It was the site of where some major battles were fought in the Civil War in later years. It was owned by another family during the Civil War named the peachy family and they actually would use it as a hospital for both union and confederate soldiers so we've talked about hospitals like especially wartime hospitals this place was housing ill people people that had been injured during the civil war so i'm confident people died there at that point absolutely well. we've covered very similar situations and you guys that listen every week know you know we've had a few different places like this and think about the trauma think about the injuries they're dealing with kind of the long slow deaths in some situations where they've got infections that aren't easily treatable back then I mean awful yes yes Now, they say that approximately 30 people have died at this home. Okay, That includes people from the Civil War. Not all of them are documented, so I'm guessing that's kind of a rough estimate. But they think approximately 30 people died from different things like accidents, murder, from the war, from illness, that kind of thing. In the 1800s, there was a little kid. He was actually the Peachy family's son, and he was climbing a tree in the yard. He Mm -hmm. fell down and died. Oh no, that's terrible. So that's one of the tragedies. There was also a little girl that was apparently somehow fell from the second floor window of the home. So another horrible tragedy, and she passed away as well. And then in terms of murder, there was also two men that just happened to be staying there. And I don't have a year for this, unfortunately. But they got in some sort of heated argument and ended up just shooting each other to death. Sounds like a duel or something that occurred. (laughs) That's crazy. I mean, but also think about the people who originally built it. Did they die there too? You know, probably very likely they passed away there but I don't have any record of that right so right quite a few people just owners over the years civil war I mean there's a lot of death and horrible stuff that has occurred in this home There are several different theories as to why this property is so haunted. I mean, we just talked about the history. I feel like it's pretty obvious. Like, yeah, people died there. There was a lot of horrible stuff that happened. So yeah, of course it's gonna be haunted, but there are a couple other theories aside from what we just talked about. Remember the story I told about Peyton Randolph's wife, Elizabeth? She had separated a mother and son Slaves on the property and that mother's name was Eve was the name that she went by and the theory is is that she actually cursed the home and the family and decided to curse the land itself and they think that could be part of the reason it is haunted interesting I feel like if I were her and I had the ability to curse people over that I would totally do it 100%. Like, I'm going to haunt you for the rest of your days. We've talked about this in the past, right? Would we? There are certain circumstances we might haunt people. Yeah. That's definitely one of them. Now there is one other theory, and the other theory is that they think legitimately this place was built on land where there is a Native American burial ground. we've We've gone there before, too, in previous episodes. That's interesting. It is. And, you know, there is a lot of evidence, I guess, that there was a Native American burial ground here. They have found evidence of that, and they truly do think that is part of what is going on here. Now, the the ghost stories from this place go back hundreds of years, okay? Almost from the beginning. But one of the most famous ghost stories was back in 1824 when another famous person in history marquis de lafayette the french soldier who helped america win the revolutionary war against the british he was a key figure in that he went and actually stayed there you know this is years after peyton randolph and that family had passed away but let me read you a quote because he actually wrote about his stay there and some of the things that happened to him so lafayette said i considered myself fortunate to lodge in the home of a great man peyton randolph upon my arrival as i entered through the foyer i felt a hand on my shoulder it nudged me as if intending to keep me from entering i quickly turned but found no one there the nights were not restful as the sounds of voices kept me awake for most of my stay. Ooh, that's pretty cool. And, and it comes from, I mean, I don't know a lot about Lafayette. I mean, the most I know about him is basically out of the musical Hamilton. He's a key figure there, right? But I give him some credence. I mean, this is a warrior. This is a guy who fought for our freedom, for our democracy. And uh, that's that's very interesting that he had this account right all the way back then and you know there is lots of accounts of you know furniture moving in the home voices being heard that kind of thing but he is not the only one there are lots of written accounts of this location and in fact in the 1960s it turned into a lodging house where people could actually stay there and there was several people that would write different accounts and even like flee In the middle of the night okay so let me read you an account of somebody who stayed there in the 1960s because this kind of reminds me of of you just a little bit Lindsay I could hear you having this experience and telling the story similarly okay this person says I was resting comfortably when awakened by the peculiar feeling someone was tugging on my arm naturally I assumed I was dreaming so I rolled over and went back to sleep A short while later, I was being shaken violently. As my eyes adjusted to the darkness, I could see that I was completely alone. I darted out of the bed and ran as fast as I could. I didn't even go back to collect the things I'd left behind. (laughs) That would totally be what I would do. I mean, shaking? Why? Why are you shaking someone? You know, I mean, obviously they're trying to wake her up, trying to get their attention. And each time it's something, you know, Lafayette talked about something pretty similar, like he was getting touched. Mm -hmm. and That's one of the things that a lot of people talk about here. They're getting nudged, they're getting tugged on, shaken, that kind of thing. That is a very prominent occurrence in this home. So that is so interesting because we always have mentioned, you know, that as of this moment, you know, neither of us have experienced that, right? We've been lucky enough to see a full-figured apparition. We've heard noises, stuff like that. We've seen things move, all that kind of stuff, but this is something we've never experienced. We need to go stay here. Although I am pretty terrified of the idea of like being pushed or anything like that, but I think this is something we need to experience. And a lot of people say they've been physically pushed. And you know, like this person saying, it's not just like a little tap. It's like violently being shook, you know. So they think there might not be something that nice here. So some of the other things that people have encountered are the sound of voices, pretty typical. There's also furniture will move on its own. They say the second floor of the home where most of the bedrooms were is the most haunted where more of that moving of furniture and type of activity occurs there's also sounds of children playing and it's also known in the backyard actually outside to have a woman singing oh that's pretty awesome yes now one of the scarier encounters even scarier than our other house guests that we've talked about there was a security guard and this was not that long ago this is in recent history A security guard working there he decided to go look in the basement he thought he had maybe heard something down there went down to the basement and he apparently heard what sounded like a growl and then something grabbed his legs and right at that moment his flashlight shut off so he was in total darkness And he was down there i guess like screaming for help trying to get people's attention because whatever it was was physically holding him down in that room like he could not leave like his legs had been pinned down that is so so that sounds like almost demonic to me i could be way off here i i don't know for sure obviously but that sounds like a powerful entity and why do that i mean it sounds like most of the people have died of possible traumatic deaths. But I mean, it doesn't sound like anybody that's bad. I mean, certainly the slave Eve wasn't bad, but she said a curse. I mean, maybe that brought in some negative spirits or something. I I don't know. Very strange. Right. If somebody curses a place, I feel like a lot of times that could mean that they're bringing in a negative entity. You know, it's not Eve that's haunting Mm -hmm. it. It is some other demonic like thing that is there and literally pushing people and holding them to the ground right but also remember the native american burial ground because they practically dug that up essentially on the property like they're not very happy either right that's true right that could almost be a curse on its own and i mean you hear a lot of people tout potential for something being built on a like a native american burial ground but in this case it sounds like they actually do have some evidence So there is a ton of activity here. The other thing is Williamsburg, Virginia, in general, is just considered haunted AF, okay? Like, everywhere you go, there is hauntings, and there's a lot of tours, and I'm going to talk about it here in a little bit, but they say, one of the tour companies claims that when they go out front of the Peyton Randolph house during their tour, they have people regularly pass out or have some sort of medical issue in front of the home itself and at some point over the course of a month they had four people so it was like one a week they would have like some sort of medical incident occur outside this house and it's just a regular thing that happens that is crazy I'm so willing to test that theory though I just feel like I'm not gonna get sick and pass out let's hope not All right, so the Peyton Randolph House is actually closed right now due to COVID, but it sounds like it's owned by the city of Williamsburg, Virginia, and they offer historical tours. So once all this stuff is done, I would suspect it is going to reopen and they will offer tours inside the home. I believe that they also do offer some ghost tours, Although it's kind of hard to tell because the information on their website doesn't have a lot right now because of the COVID situation. Now, there are a ton of other haunted tours out there that go to this house on a regular basis. Like we talked about those people just passing out, you know, right in front of the property on a regular basis. But like I said, Williamsburg is haunted. So if you look up ghost tour, haunted tour, Williamsburg, Virginia. You are going to find pretty much endless options, okay? There are walking tours, there are river cruises that show like going back to our last episode like different colonies and stuff that that had occurred over the years. There's pub crawls which I mean, who doesn't love a pub crawl, right? <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. the other thing that was, I thought, pretty prominent when I was doing my searches is murder tours. There are murder tours in Williamsburg. And that I that like, is something I've never heard of before. That's new. Me either. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, we got to go do a murder tour. Like, that sounds like a lot of fun. It's the perfect blend of haunting, and true crime all in one package. (laughs) Right, definitely. Do they go by this house as far as you can tell? A lot of them do. So what you're going to want to do if you set up your tour, you're just going to want to make sure that you check what some of the the local stops are um, along the way. And there's a ton of tour companies. I'm not going to recommend a single one of them because I don't personally know which one is going to be your best option. But if you're listening and you're from Williamsburg or maybe you've been there and you've gone on one of these tours, I would love to hear from you and see if there are any recommendations out there because I think this just sounds like a really fun historic place to go in general and go see some ghosts. Well, this sounds like a fun place. I can't say that I've ever been to that part of Virginia, although I could understand why it is so haunted. So if you guys do choose to travel, please make sure you're being extra careful. I know we're kind of in in the middle of this pandemic, which is awful, so protect yourself and others. And please make sure if you're enjoying the show, go and give us five stars and a review. We love getting those. Also check out our website, yourhauntedholiday.com. Right from there, you can actually click contact us and send us an email, send us a ghost story. We might read it on the air. Also, we love getting recommendations for episodes. Some of those are really, truly our best episodes and also follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. Stay safe and healthy, everybody.